I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 88. Thank you for tuning in. This is day 21 of our 21-day challenge. We did it. I am so proud of each and every one of you who have been joining us on this journey. Thank you all so much for tuning into this podcast and giving me the reason to keep myself in a more disciplined state of being. I appreciate each of you for being on earth and you have made my experience here way more beautiful than I ever imagined. I love you all so much, and I hope you feel good. Let us bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Let us be in joy and celebration as we have reached the end of our intention, our goal, which is to only start a new beginning, to live a more refined lifestyle, a higher vibrational living condition, to be more mindful and observant of our feelings as the work never ends. And as I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about riding the wave. This is all that there is left to do, since we have agreed to be incarnated on earth during this moment of development. It is up to us to choose peace on earth. It is up to us to create heaven on earth. It is up to each and every one of us to integrate unity consciousness into earth. From the perspective of a vibrational being, this is to understand our multidimensional nature. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions emit a frequency that is a wavelength that can be measured. So as we speak of ride the wave, we are referring to your own wave. To have your highest intention, your clearest intention in your mind's eye. To do the work we need to do to be carried to our well-being. The force of attraction is the one will here, Mother, Father, God's will. All beings are expanding and moving toward their highest timeline. When we are participating in the attack against God in the realm of ego, we are only slowing down the inevitable that all beings will eventually be realized and dissolve inner conflicts and rest in unity consciousness. So you might say this group of volunteers hearing these words is leading the wave. You are ahead of the wave. From this perspective, we will recognize two waves here, although there is only one. One wave is the wave of the collective. The collective mind, which is usually based off distortions The reason why it's a collective is because you think you're separate. 
The other wave is you as an individual representing the I am presence, the only one presence active here. So from where we are, there is one wave, one stream that is carrying you towards your well-being. And since the Creator loves us so much, we can do whatever we want here, essentially. You don't need to ride that wave. You can buck against the current and take a detour. There's no problem. You can reside in contrast and duality and polarity much longer if you choose. There is a purpose there. It serves a purpose, contrast. But again, we are connecting with soul family and the beings that are here to vibe higher, to hold the space for the brothers and sisters who are caught up in those waves that are crashing, the chaos and distortions. As we move forward, nothing will really change. However, all things have changed because our inner self has changed. It is no coincidence that my Course in Miracles lesson today fits so beautifully with this 21-day mark. The lesson is as follows. I see all things as I would have them be. I see all things as I would have them be. Who is the I that this lesson refers to? Is it the I, the five senses, personality, ego? No, why is that? Because the ego personality cannot see, it perceives. And we are distinguishing between perceiving and seeing as we ride the wave. You have to see which wave you're on. If you are riding waves based off your perception, you might be taking a detour. You might be going out of alignment, never off the path, but drifting out of alignment. So there is a difference if we were splitting hair between perceiving and seeing. And as the saying goes, I once was blind, but now I see. And why were we once blind? Because we were perceiving with the five senses, which is not qualified to look upon the realm of earth, the attack against God. And why is the ego not qualified to look upon the attack against God, the realm of earth? because it will come up with a conclusion based off that distortion, the illusion of being separate, and it will see all things in chaos and destruction. Only when you have disciplined your inner guidance system by refining the memory loop, reinterpreting the confusion, your trauma and suffering, only then can you really see, and only then are you qualified to look upon the earth. Mother Father God needs our eyes. We are the seers for Mother Father God, and in our perception, we are sending the signal of what we would rather see. When you look upon the earth that is in war and starvation, fight, fear, and grief, it don't feel so good, and that not feeling so good is the indicator that you are making a request for what you would rather see. But we have reminded you often there is much more love on earth today than there ever has been before. And as Mother God would ask us, why would you choose darkness when there's light all around you? But now we know why we sometimes choose darkness, yes? So that we could be more integrated, whole, and radiant. 
So we do not want you to perceive the darkness. We want you to see it and look at it with the eyes of God, with the eyes of love. How do you do this? By doing your own inner work always. To do the reinterpretation needed. To discipline the thoughts, feelings, and emotions so that you can be at your highest vibrational frequency. And in this frequency, which can be measured as a wavelength, you create another wave in the collective ocean. And as all ripples will eventually meet, this wave will be the quantum space that you are holding for other brothers, sisters, and beings to eventually catch that wave and start riding it too. On this episode, we will speak about the function of our five senses and our higher self as they are in a more unified state of being today. You might say the ego knows its place. On this day, you are all spiritual warriors here to do good for the highest good of all in the name of the I am that I am. No more are you praying and begging for your needs to be met. You are commanders of light with a direct connection to what we call God. You command the reality that you choose to see. And we do this by disciplining the mind or the eyes that want to perceive the chaos in the world. How will you know when you're doing that? It won't feel good. It won't feel good. Your feeling is everything. So as a spiritual warrior, on this day, you stand in your power now. All the legions of angels and the councils of the highest light and orders, the creators and builders of form and the keepers of time surround you now and always. You are perfectly supported and one with all that is divine. Do you see why from this perspective it is very silly, you might say, for you to beg and pray? You are a child of God. It is your birthright to receive these gifts of God. It is only up to you, though, to stand in that power. In a previous episode, we have let you know your humble nature does not serve you, coming from the 3D perspective, and this is why. We need you to command, we need you to choose and to affirm, not to beg and plead. Prayer, from this perspective, is commanding, but in a most loving way, not demanding. Demanding is like the ego, the five senses, the inner child throwing a tantrum. Commanding is to know your connection to source. To know that within and through you does the love of the Creator flow always. You have an ability to command the light. So as we are speaking of riding the wave, let us first ensure that we are riding our own wave, meaning what perceptions of the collective are you still attached to? Are you still buying into the fear-mongering? Do you still feel guided to tune into the news and then make up your next step from that perspective? There's no problem there. Again, contrast serves you. We just need to be so mindful. And as we come to this moment, maybe we have a deeper understanding now in regards to what Brother Yeshua told us. 
be in the world, but not of the world. Essentially, we have never been of this world, but we are in this world for a very specific reason. The wave that we are addressing has already been created with your own intention to be the deliberate co-creator of your experience. Now all you must do is stay on that surfboard and keep going in the direction of your well-being, regardless to the chaos and destruction around you. As you see the surfer in the ocean, are they looking around to see the crashing waves and to see what this one is doing and that one is doing? Or are they grounded and anchored and focused in their own alignment, their own path moving forward? This is what we need you to be, a pro surfer. It's no coincidence that as a vibrational being you are, we are in a human vessel made of mostly water. Water does refer to your emotional body. So as we say, right the wave, we might pinpoint it down to your emotion. The emotion, again, is the already manifested feeling. It is your feeling in action. So we first want to be so mindful in regards to, again, the thoughts we're focusing on, because that will create the feeling. And then the feeling creates the emotion. After the emotion, now you're in that state of being. So if you can tune in for a moment, and feel how you feel. Your feeling will be the indicator if there needs to be a pivot, if you need to alter direction slightly. As we are always going in the direction of how we feel, this is the wave. So now isn't it logical how we can perceive two waves from a non-physical consciousness, one wave going out of the vicinity of Mother, Father, God, which is the collective, and you as an individual who represents the collective going in the direction of Mother, Father, God. We also see all things as we would have them be. We see all beings as the children of God, there's no difference from where we are. However, we also know there's only one will here. So there is only one wave moving in the direction of the highest good of all. And you can tune into this wave through your own internal guidance system, paying attention to how you feel. As an individual, we remind you many times, you have a direct connection to what you call God. A unique, individual connection. And connection is a sort of silly word because it means one and one coming together. From the highest perspective, you are this creator experiencing infinite beings. But not the five senses, not the perceiver. It's not qualified because it's in distortion. Only the seer. You are the seer. And you can see more clearly when you know how you feel in regards to your emotion lets you know which direction you're headed in. So as an individual, it might go without saying in regards to you know what your work is now. It never ends. 
We don't get in alignment and stay. That wouldn't be fun. We get in alignment, we crash, we fall, we get back on that board, find the next wave that feels good and ride that as long as you can. And then when that one crashes and you fall, good job, you did your best. You wait, dust yourself off, and you find another wave that's leading you in the direction of your well-being and then ride it again as long as you can. And you keep this process going. This is to truly see. We're not asking you to stop and recognize the chaos and destruction on earth anymore. There's no need for this. Why? Because that's not the will of Mother Father God. So only you know what wave you are riding today. Because only you know how you feel. Only you know how you would prefer to feel. So only you know what work is needed so that you can ride another wave. Essentially, all waves, all brothers, sisters, and beings are going towards Source. On Earth, we sometimes make that journey a lot more complicated than it needs to be. And since me as your brother has suffered on Earth, I just don't want us to suffer. But you can. Mother Father God still takes you home. There's no difference. We just want to vibe higher. So as beings who are made of mostly water, your emotional guidance system, your emotion, is a very reliable source to let you know the direction you're going in. And then you can take appropriate action without delay. There is an intuitive movement a subtlety that the surfer has to be guided with instinct, gut instinct. You can't see what's under the water. You can't see what the wave's going to look like. But in the movement, if you can imagine a surfer, it's a constant oscillation. Left to right, left to right. Sometimes they squat, sometimes they're up. They know what needs to be done, what slight adjustment needs to be done to stay on that wave. And this is what we are. As spiritual warriors, we have come to make the subtle adjustments within self so we can stay on the wave. And what's the wave? The only one wave here leading us all towards Source, back to love. And we have agreed to be the representatives of this timeline, our one wave, and we are creating the path for all others to follow. So stand in your leadership role today. You are worthy to receive blessings. You are worthy to receive love. You are a child of God. You are made from love. It is your birthright to receive it. In regards to the collective, honestly speaking as your brother, I'm not sure if there will ever be a point on earth where we are all vibrating at a similar frequency. And why is that? Because we are multidimensional beings and Mother Earth Gaia is able to host third, fourth, and fifth density beings. There's even sixth and seventh density beings here, but you can't see or perceive them. They are interdimensional. So again, just as we remind you, all ripples in the ocean eventually meet. 
All waves eventually hit the shore. All beings will eventually return to source. However, I'm not sure if we see it because there will always be a multidimensional facet of Earth. Remember, Earth is a realm of existence where we come to experience the rapid ascension process, the unification to be realized. So this is why the work never ends, because no matter how good you are at riding your surfboard on your wave, there will always be other waves crashing and other ripples distracting. There will always be a reason to stay focused on your own wave. You might say that we are all honoring the very beautiful gift of sacrifice. From a fourth and fifth entity perspective, sacrifice means something a little different than we perceive or think in a third perspective. Sacrifice from a fourth and fifth density perspective is to understand that we are one. To have the inner knowing as best we can that there is only one presence here, that we are all related, all children of God, as we are individualized on earth. Sacrifice from a 3D perspective is the ego personality refusing to participate in unity consciousness so it feels like a burden. This is the idea of the Bodhisattva, which is the enlightened ones who would reach Buddhahood, or what we call heaven, oneness, enlightenment, and they refuse to expand on their journey. They come back to earth. This is what many of us are. In the most loving way, we're not better or worse or um, different, but we didn't need to come to earth because we came from source. We could have stayed with source. Everything was perfect where we were and it still is we agree to be incarnated in this distortion because we did come from love we were prepared we knew what we were up against so many of you hearing these words have sacrificed yourself a vibrational aspect of self you risked the chance of amnesia and forgetting your divinity your galactic lineage for the purpose to be of service to your brothers and sisters on earth who believe there are others. You came in as a representative of the one. So in regards to the collective and earth and riding the wave, earth will always be the home to many beings from many star systems. Some of us vibing this way, some of us vibing that way. However, we come from the space we know we are all one. So we did. Look at Earth, it needed us. Mother Gaia needed us, and we spoke of that. So all we can do is be the deliberate co-creators of our own experience now. We have to refine our tools, the perceiving tool, our eyes. When you look upon the chaos, suffering, trauma of the world, do the inner work immediately to shift yourself shift your focus in the direction of what you prefer to see. This is how you are most influential. It's a subtlety. we just been skipping past it, you might say. Meaning, in the past, we would see the suffering of Earth, and we would feel sad. We would feel down. We would say, God, please help us. God, please feed the hungry children. God, please stop the war. 
It can't. We came into the attack against God. That's not what we came to do. We came to perceive the attack against God and command the light. To be spiritual warriors and to stand in our power, our direct connection to God, to see the suffering and then choose the vibration you'd rather see, to feel good, to send love where there is no love. So again, this whole time for the 21 day challenge, we have not told you anything you don't know. We are refining our tools and bringing the subtleties to the surface so that we can see them. Now our perception is clear. So let us call upon our guides, angelic helpers and loved ones. Let us call upon the I Am Presence and the Prince of Peace, Archangel Uriel. We command you and all that is light to please see to it that all brothers, sisters, and beings on earth reach a state of being of realization and know the inner work that must be done since all beings are responsible for their own experience here. Help us to be more deliberate in how we want to feel and not as conditional when we perceive something that don't feel so good. Remind us of our connection to God and help us utilize that connection where it is needed the most. And Mother Father God, please see to it that Mother Earth Gaia is blessed on this day as she is now supported with the beings that have come to help her, support her, love her, carry her, hold her as she has done all those things for us and all beings here. And may all beings be spiritually free. So be it. As we come to the end of the episode, I just want to tell you all I love you. Thank you so much for coming to Earth. I could not have done this without you. I barely made it to this day. Not this 21 day challenge, I mean in life. I was going to take my life many times. And I truly believe if it wasn't for each of you who are here holding the quantum space, vibrationally speaking, I would not have been able to make it. You are my soul family. You are the ones who know my language, you know my heart. You see me, you do not perceive me. And I see you too in the brightest light. I always have, I always will. I woke up this morning and I felt a rush of confidence. I also feel like there is action to take. So I'm not going to get impulsive as this eclipse energy coming in might make us feel impulsive. I'm going to sit back and let nature run its course and wait for the inspiration. I know we have each been called to action and as spiritual warriors I know what we came here to do now. We will know when it's time because our qualifications will be needed. This is why we suffered. This is why it has been a difficult time for many of us because you would not be qualified unless you had that data. Many brothers, sisters, and beings will need you today. They will need your guidance, your mentorship, your mediation, your love and support, your counseling, your forgiveness, your nurturing. We could not have all those tools unless we felt the distortion of perceiving the earth. 
I was so caught up in my perceptions in a past state of being when I wanted to die, I could not see. I was drowning. I was drowning in the ocean or the waves of the collective because I believed the attack against God. But that suffering let me know that we come to Earth. We come to Earth to be like our Creator which we came from. Again, thank you. I just love you all. I don't know what else to say. I can't choose another word. I am grateful for you. I appreciate you. Let us call upon our guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones. Let us call upon our I Am Presence. Let us call upon Mother Earth Gaia and let her know all is well. There are no solutions to seek Gaia, and there is no problem here, because now we are here. And we have worked through our perception, and now we can see. And we see all things as we would have them be. And we choose to see an earth of peace, harmony, brotherhood, and sisterhood, where war is forbidden, where we work together to build each other up, where we all know we are related as children of the one creator. Please see to it, God. I know you hear my words. So be it.